This month's RV newscast will cover the latest RV news and travel trends. RV quality is again the focus of this month, and we're seeing the beginning of the industry looking at quality as a big problem. I've had my share of problems in this regard. There's a lot to cover, so let's get started. The RVIA posted the latest RV shipment data for November 2022. Can production numbers get even worse than in October? The answer is yes, as the numbers are falling short of the prior six years for the same month. Only 24,445 total RVs were shipped in November, compared to the record 49,135 in November of 2021, down 50% year over year. Travel trailers witnessed the most significant decline, with only 15,756 shipped in November versus 35,016 a year ago, a 55% decline. It was by far the worst November for towable trailer shipments in over six years. Industry insiders are trying to wrap up the steep decline, calling it a normalization. But there isn't any easy way to spin the sharp downward spiral in production other than a demand crash. I'll have more to say about this in a few moments. Meanwhile, RVs for sale on RVTrader.com continue to remain stubbornly high. There are 155,550 new units for sale as of December 28th. This is up slightly from November's 155,138 units a month ago, which continues to be very high for this time of year. While new units for sale are staying stubbornly high, used units are down from last month at 49,462. This is the first time since March 9th that used for sale units have fallen below 50,000. The same time last year, the number of used RVs for sale was roughly 48,000. Meanwhile, manufacturing employment levels in Elkhart County, Indiana have stayed steady, even with the pullback in shipment volumes, which seems counterintuitive. There were 76,300 people employed in manufacturing in November, according to the Bureau of Labor Statistics. This is down from 77,400 in August of 2022 and a record 79,200 in June of 2022, yet staying reasonably steady for the past three months. This gives Elkhart an unemployment rate of 2.8% for November, up from 2.6% in October. For the high-end market, let's again take a look at the inventory levels for Colonial Airstream in Millstone Township, New Jersey. They're one of the largest Airstream dealers nationwide. A year ago, 72% of Colonial's inventory was pre-ordered, meaning only 28% of their Airstream inventory was either on the lot for sale or being delivered and available. A year later, and the entire mix has changed. Now about 35% of inventory is spoken for, and almost two-thirds of inventory is fully available for sale. It appears that the high-end market is fully feeling the impacts of a weak stock market and higher interest rates, as those with more resources are curtailing larger purchases. Some good news on gas prices. According to AAA, prices have continued to fall over the past month, which is a welcome relief to all those about to or who are now snowbirding with their RVs. The current average nationwide price as of December 28th was $3.13.3 per gallon for regular unleaded, down about 41 cents from a month ago and down 15 cents per gallon from a year ago. 
Just under half of the states have average prices below $3 per gallon. An RV trip of 3,000 miles at 10 miles per gallon would cost $940 now versus $985 a year ago, about a 4.5% decrease year over year. Diesel sits at $4.67.5 per gallon today, down a whopping 54 cents from a month ago, yet up about $1.11 from a year ago. A similar 3,000 mile trip, getting 15 miles per gallon, would cost $935 now versus $714 a year ago, a 31% increase. Last month, we reported that Jayco had opened a large facility to do PDI or pre-delivery inspections. They committed to putting 100% of RVs produced through a PDI process going forward. I have been somewhat critical of the industry concerning RV quality lately, so I think it is fair to highlight when a manufacturer is attempting to bring about a solution. According to RV Business, Ken Walter, president of Jayco, mentioned, quote, we measure everything by defect per unit and by line. We share those results with the lines so they know where their line is versus the other lines, unquote. He explained, adding that operation directors overseeing production lines have their pay tied based on PDI data. Quote, so we're checking the checker with PDI, getting it through system checks with the ultimate goal being getting better product to the dealers and a better customer experience, unquote. Walters also was quick to point out that Jayco's PDI process is more than a cursory walk around. Instead, each unit undergoes a complete system check. Plumbing, LP, electrical, slide motors, etc. In addition to inspecting each unit for defects. Targets are set, he said, and then lowered as they are met. Quote, we continually lower the target of defects as we want to continually improve and the biggest accomplishment, better product. That's the most important thing. That's the goal, unquote, Walter said. Quote, we hear from our dealers that our stuff is showing up cleaner than it was, unquote, he said. Quote, that gives them less time in their bays, which are really valuable. They don't want PDIs in there. And again, it is a better customer experience for the end customer from the get-go. The customer picks it up. There's less items to note and they're not waiting on pieces and parts, unquote. I think what Jayco is attempting is commendable. The recent crash in demand for RVs can somewhat be attributed to much higher prices for new RVs and higher interest rates. Yet quality is one area the industry is just now reawakening to. A negative quality perception for RVs predates the pandemic and has been masked by the demand bubble during the pandemic. The point is, that the industry was in a downturn before the pandemic when interest rates were low and inflation tame. Why? We've highlighted this before, but it's easy to see by focusing on the production trends of late 2018 and 2019. During a time of economic growth, low inflation and much lower interest rates. If you hold factors constant, something other than interest rates and inflation was causing the demand slowdown pre-pandemic. My take is that much of the pre-pandemic slowdown was due to poor quality and bad customer experiences being shared on social media. Going forward, the industry will need to focus on quality or risk continued degradation. One endemic problem is that the industry is somewhat myopic in its feedback loop. What I mean 
is that generally an industry listens to the industry for its main feedback, including dealers, but not really including customers. The RVIA tells manufacturers that they are doing well and better times are ahead. As an RV owner, I have never once in seven years and four new RVs received a survey on my experience with a new RV. I would challenge any manufacturer or industry leader to start surveying your customers after 90 days of ownership and find out how much loss of use your average new owner is experiencing. If need be, hire consultants or personnel who know how to compile surveys, manage data, and will speak truth to leadership. All too often, the managers of RV production aren't users of their own product. Actual builders are disconnected from customers. There seems to be little real-world testing of new models. High failure rate components continue to be used, etc. The infamous Dometic 300 toilet is an example of a manufacturer, Keystone, using a defective toilet in many of their models for quite a while after it was known that the toilet was faulty. I am on my third 300 model now, and this last one has held up because I took it apart and fixed the issue. Getting an RV to where it needs to be after buying it new can be way more than many owners expect. This is becoming well known on social media, and I'm convinced that much of the current slowdown is related to an accurate perception of poor quality. The pandemic temporarily interrupted this downtrend, but unless the industry wakes up and makes profound changes to enhance quality, the downtrend will likely continue. This year, I bought a new trailer in April and sold it in August due to substantial quality issues. It caused so much stress personally that I was relieved to sell it at a financial loss after much wrestling to get everything fixed via warranty. The problem is that I'm not an outlier in terms of being burned on a new RV. Most people who buy new RVs have failed expectations in some way due to loss of use, additional repairs, or significant stress. I hope those in industry leadership would wake up and make real and lasting changes in quality. What Jayco is doing by going to 100% PDI on all new RVs is a good first step, but it also speaks negatively about the production process. The industry needs to start surveying new customers. Be adamant about removing faulty components from your name brand. Fight hard against customer loss of use. Get out in your product. Stress test any new models in extreme conditions. Change the way line workers are incented so there's a positive reward for quality. Talk regularly to customers and not just dealers. Okay, that'll do it for today's episode. Remember, you can find more great information on living life remotely on johnmarucci.com. As always, we appreciate your support of this show and the channel by starting your shopping from our Amazon storefront. Just go to johnmarucci.com and click the Amazon store link. Thanks for listening. Stay safe. This is John Marucci and so long for now.